Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty with my beautiful co-host Lee McKenzie, Denise Dameron, and baby Ellie is joining us again for the second week in a row, and we're really excited. She's excited, too, um, although she never talks when I want her to talk. Um, Ellie's in the house. I want her to, like, say, woohoo, Ellie's she in the house. She loves the microphone. <laughs> Grabbing for it. Um, I, wish, I wish you could see, listeners, what I see right now. But um, anyway, so last week, Oh, wait, housekeeping. Let me get it out of the way. <laughs> Down Country's birthday party, September 14th. Location will be announced. The amazing April Azote will be handling the food. Um, I Learned Scholarship applications are open now through September 14th. I Heart Art applications are open now through September 14th. And if you don't know about Down Country, then I suggest that you go to www.upatdowncountry.com or call 217-617-3568 or email info at upatdowncountry.com. And we can t- certainly... Uh, give you some more information on this crazy organization but this is a radio show called hashtag wonderful organization correction oh thank you <laughs> thank you very much um but this is our radio show hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything because part of what we want to do is just have conversations and and ha- and shine a light because the more we talk the more we learn the more we grow and and also the more we listen and so um, in our last show, last week, we were just talking about navigating this and helping with our kiddos. And um, this morning, we're going to kind of continue along the same vein in, in talking about everything and talking about helping our kiddos navigate. And I know we talked a little bit in the last show about parents and the stress they feel, but I want to talk about this show just a little bit about parents' fears about school and what school is going to be like. And I also want to talk a little bit and maybe shine a light. Like, So I understand that there are a lot of rules and regulations, and people all want everybody to be, quote, unquote, safe. And I'm going to put out there a really radical thought. So, guys, safety is an illusion. And when I say that, I say that as somebody who has, you know, my husband has had cancer. You know, my son has had open-heart surgery. Like, my family, when it comes to life, has been through just a little bit. And there's a book by Anna Quinlan, and it's called A Short Guide to a Happy Life. And there's a quote in that book that says, the greatest gift God gives us is a realization of our own mortality. That's what I talk to my kids about that all the time. You know, they're like, well, someday, you know, like when my, and they, you know, my kids are very open and candid, you know, they're like, well, mom, you'll pass away before we do. I said, not Maybe. necessarily. Not necessarily yeah. We don't know. We never know in life what God has in store for us. We never know. And that's why we have to enjoy each day and roll with it and, you know, appreciate all the wonderful things we have. But we never know what will happen. And here we are amidst maybe like the we'll never know what will on, a, on a daily day. Like it's yeah. like an hour by hour, play by play. Oh, and then this happened. And uh, this is one of those too, like where the choices. Yes, Ellie has so much to say yes, about this. The choices too. one individual makes has such an impact and can have such an impact on everyone else. This is the, we are living in that time right now. Well, and that's down country was that part of the thing is dropping that pebble, you know what I mean, in the water and then trying to see the ripple effects or not trying to see, but you don't know. Like, I always want to put out as much good as I can because have positive ripples from your pebble. Absolutely. Um, Instead of the negative ones. No. And not the 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 waves that are coming. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and, and so as we're talking about like kids and schools and things like that, 
So we as humans, we need and require human interaction. Mm-hmm. And I, my opinion, in the last show I used the word derriere a lot. <laughs> and I'm probably going to use it a lot. So my opinion, and which is, you know, very similar to derriere, we all have one and most of them stink, is, and I, and I say this because at first, my first instinct when all of this crazy started was just, you know, protect. Mm-hmm. And then, so Elliot has Down syndrome. Elliot is a social animal. And so whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, my son is like an extrovert on methamphetamine. Um, My daughter, (laughs) both my daughters are a little bit much more introverted. However, the one thing that both of them have done for my introverted daughters over the course of the last few months is both of them have suddenly begun wanting my hugs and my touch. Does that make sense? And it's kind of weird because, like, Olivia had we gotten need older. that affirmation that, like, all is well in the world and that we are here mm-hmm. as human beings. Well, and it used to be because Olivia's older. You know, she's 21. And, and I'd come in and, be, you know, it used to be like I'd be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, I need to hug you. Like, that was kind of our thing. Like, I need to hug you. Let me yes. hug you. And then I'd go and hug and she'd be like, roll her eyes and be like, you know, arms at the side. and like, okay, mom, you're weird. <laughs> The weird thing over COVID is, like, if I do that now, like, it's a full-on returned hug because she needs that human contact as much as I do, even though that's not her natural. It's her nonverbal way. uh, Yeah, it's her nonverbal way of just going, okay, everything's going to be all right, right, mom? Just tell me, but don't don't tell me, just show me. (laughs) I mean, and and she won't won't ask for the hug. And Ella, the same thing, like, when we say prayers at night, she will reach out. And this is, like... Ella was always like, because Elliot's always been a hugger, and Ella's more like, yeah, I don't need hugs, I don't need kisses, I don't, like, it's not her my thing. My sister hates hugs, and I tell you, poor thing, my kids are huggers, they are natural lovers, <laughs> and she does perfectly accept hugs and love from them, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so Ella now, like, when we say prayers at night, like, she used to kind of like, she clings to my hand and holds it so tight. And then she'll take her cheek and lay it up against mine. And so. And you don't love that at all, do you? I totally love it because I I do not. I my my love language is physical touch. Like I need like when I get when I hug my dad and when I get a hug from my dad, like, oh, my gosh, that's like the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. And my mom is always like she's always given that. But it totally for me is Mm -hmm. is my love language. But um. The thing about when kids go back to school, and I do understand these rules and regs, children are hardwired for human touch and human interaction. And and they need that. And so um, I, I understand there's a lot of experts out there who are writing rules and regulations and things. And, and I don't ever want anybody to get sick or to be, but one of the things that I've come to realize over the course of the last three months is my my children I cannot protect my children they if I am very worried about the potential psychological impacts that are going to be on baby Ellie versions of kiddos that are going to be growing up and, and never have yeah never have the opportunity like, to even yeah we we know from what happens with animals if they're in isolation and they aren't socialized we know what happens we as a human species require social interaction and touch. And so so I think I'm 
when I look at schools, like, obviously, I want you to sanitize things. But otherwise, some of these rules and regs, like, I don't want you to teach my kid not to interact with other children. I don't want you to keep the six feet of, quote, unquote, safe space. I think that if you're that concerned about your child's health and welfare, then you as the parent need to make a decision to keep them home. Mm -hmm. Um, No different than, and I say this, like, immunocompromised children have virtually schooled for a long time. But if, for me, and I say this, maybe I'm granola, I don't know. My kid needs to go back to school, and they need to get grubby, and they need to get dirty, and they need to hug your kid. And you know what? They need to get mad at your kid, and they need to get happy with your kid, and they need to cry with your kid, and all of those things. And because I worry more about the effects on my children if they don't have that opportunity than I do about any disease. And I don't know, like, I'm not trying to go too deep, but what do you guys think? For me, you know, the biggest thing there is having the opportunity to, um, to just, you know, let kids be kids. And, you know, I just really would love, you know, like, and the thing is I understand entirely and I'm fearful of, life and and what would happen with children but i just we gotta let kids be kids and how we do that might have to change if that makes sense mm-hmm. and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about this because i do want to do a little bit deeper dive into this because i think that the more we talk about this and get it out i think that when you shine a light on your fears then once you look at what what is it that people are scared of then I think maybe we can begin to actually have a conversation on what that can look like for all of us. Anyway, for right now, this is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag Every Child. Down country. Because every child is a gift. Every child can learn. And every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com. Or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568 or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today, 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568 or visit Down Country on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Yeah. 
Good Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. I'm Kate Doherty with the beautiful Lee McKenzie and the gorgeous Denise Tamron. And we are hopefully just, I don't know, shining a light, shedding some joy. And um, the last couple shows that were the last couple shows that we've done have just been designed to shine a little bit of light. Quick housekeeping. We will have I Learn Scholarship applications are open for Downcountry right now through September 14th. I Heart Art applications are open now through September 14th. And Downcountry's birthday party will be September 14th. However, before we went on break, we were talking about our children in school and granola. And I really wish sometimes that I could just tape our breaks because (laughs) always they are good. Always like Lee will say something so magnificent on break. And I'm like, why can't why didn't you just say that on air? But she was talking about we can't keep our kids in a bubble. And we would love to, of course. But Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, if I could keep my kids in a bubble and guarantee that they would never feel pain, they'd never be feel sickness, they'd never feel sorrow, wouldn't it be a beautiful, perfect world? But the fact of the matter is that we don't live in a beautiful, perfect world. I think this is when we say thank you, Eve. (laughs) I think it's when we say thank you, Adam, as well. It's his fault. They're both they're both his fault. Let's just say he was sitting right next to him. But we don't need to go into that part. All right. But uh, yeah. I, you know, as I think of this, I, I wish I could spare and protect and guard my family. And and I do. I mean, we do. We're, that's why we're the caregivers. That's why we're the mothers. That's where we are here to protect our children. But ultimately, it is the Lord. They are the Lord's children. And they we, we are, as much as we think we can save them, there's only one Savior. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... Lee, I don't think I've ever told you this. After Elliot, and to our listeners, after Elliot had his open heart surgery... We were going along kind of like he, we were and still. How old, the, how old was he, he then? Was four months. Mm-hmm. Yes. Four months. So. Um, a little bitty. Yeah. And we were, we thought we were going to be in the hospital from the open heart surgery three to five days. That was not a reality. Um, it was, it was closer to, I think it was three weeks total. But it, anyway, we, we had a scare and we had, we had been released from the, the PICU, which is the pediatric ICU into a regular room, like literally hours before. And. I they told me I could feed Elliot and hold him, which I was so excited. So I pick up my baby, and he still had. I called them the hand grenades. Um, they're they're they keep they're the chest plugs or whatever. They keep them in so that they can drain. Anyway, they started to fill up with blood, and and I mean it was so much blood and this itty bitty little because he was eleven pounds when he had the surgery. When we came out, we were eight and a half pounds. And just to give our listeners an idea, he was seven pounds fifteen ounces at birth. So you have a baby who had grown for four months who was almost like back to square one. Yeah, back to square one. Anyway, so all this blood, these chest tubes are – we end up going through the hospital like it was like a scene out of a movie. You know, like like the reason those – And you don't want to be like the star of that. No, you don't want to be. But the reason those those scenes are in the TV shows is, is because they actually happen. And so we were racing through the cart, and, you know, then the, the doctor said, I don't know if we'll have to open him up again. We're ra- you know what I mean? Like, we're racing through the hospital. And it was so funny because we hit the door where I could— I like how you say so funny. Well— <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying, but <laughs> <laughs> like— Yeah, it, well, it was so weird, though, Denise, because we hit the door where I could go no further. And um, it was the coolest thing to this day I've ever experienced because occasionally in life you get what I call a God hook. And the nurse said to me, don't worry, they're going to take good care of them. And you would think that I would have been manic at this time. Uh, that I would I'm have imagining been... myself as I'm like sitting here entertaining my little little one. And you know, I'm almost teary-eyed just thinking of that. What, it was the weirdest thing, though, because it was at that moment 
like I'm telling you, it was a God hug because all of a sudden I realized it wasn't my child. My child is a gift from God that I am granted and gifted with and charged with. But Elliot and Ella and Olivia and Ellie and Hannah and Jared, like they are God's children. Does that make sense? Yes. They aren't yep. truly. They, Somehow you were given a sense of peace. Like God's they were, got this. Whatever is going to happen, like you can't control and the, it will be what it will be. And 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 it was just the most unbelievable, amazing moment in my life. And the nurse said, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. And I said, I know what it, know it will be because God's got this. And I said, I'm going to go do laundry. And she, <laughs> you, you should have seen this nurse's face. But I mean, I, 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 I did. I went down and, and it was the most unbelievable thing because I'll never forget Dr. Fiore calling me and saying we didn't have to open him up. It was a scab that had peeled off on his heart, which is where all the blood was. They've never seen it to this day in Cardinal Glennon Hospital. They've never had another child that has done this. Should have known it'd be Elliot of all kids. It would be, and I grounded him. It was on Halloween, by the way, if anybody wants to know. But, you know, I've never viewed, I've never viewed my children in exactly the same way ever since because it, it is our job. You know, I, there's a reason, like, you know, our our children are gifted to us by God, period. But there's a reason in the U.S. Constitution that parents have the right to make educational and medical decisions for their children. And as you're navigating this space, parents, I think that you need to be aware that that is your right. You get to choose. And I think for a little bit, we had almost forgotten that we, we as parents have the ultimate responsibility. And so as you navigate these things, we have to make those choices on, on what our comfort level is. Yeah, you have to weigh these. Yeah. And and we shouldn't as a human species or as Americans or like we shouldn't have forgotten that we have a God-given responsibility to make our own decisions mm-hmm. and, and to weigh those choices. And I think part of it is there's so much noise right now that I think people are – are struggling to find that. I think we have become overly reliant on listening either to others or even to, God forgive me, WG, to a news media, to a to, to a book, uh, an encyclopedia, a Wikipedia, and actually, you know, first God. And then you have to find your balance. Mayo has this thing they do now when they're talking with people who are in either terminal illness or any any treatment program because it's it's a quality of life protocol that the physicians absolutely all use because some treatments, um, while that would be the standard operating protocol, um, would derive someone of, of some very important quality of life aspects that they want. So now when they are discussing things that it is part of like what are your what do you like to do you know do you like to cook do you like to what are your joys the idea of weighing you have to weigh those risks and you know to your point kate the idea is that the greatest wisdom comes down from god above absolutely and the greatest gifts do as well and they're always gifts of light and they're not ones that are shifting shadows and 
you know, anyone can ask God for wisdom. Anyone, Scripture says in James, and God will grant that wisdom. And so this is, I think a lot of this is about raising your kids on your knees. Like, get down and pray. You know, get in your, sorry, Churchill's got to say it, Mm -hmm. get in your Bible. And what is it that God is telling you? And this is about, we don't check our brains at the door when we become Christians. We've got it. We have a brain that we can think, we can analyze, we can use. And as we're praying to God, I really do believe that he will give us this wisdom of what do we need to do for our children? What's the best answer? Because honestly, I, I don't have it. So. So it's interesting you say that, Lee, because just this week I had somebody ask me, how do you start? On your knees. <laughs> and, and, I, and, you know, it was interesting because I feel like for a little bit, and, and I, I found that question very profound. And the reason I found it so profound, again, going back to that, we've become overly reliant on. So here's the deal. You just start. There isn't, in that case, there isn't a right or a wrong. You know, you, you just go and do. Yeah. I mean, first, you just pray, and that's just having a conversation with God. And you can say, God, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then we, we had talked about that even like the last time, you know. I was going to interject, and I'm like, oh, we're getting on time. <laughs> but even like the last time, in our last, you know, last, last week's um, entire episode, it's like, it's okay not to know. It's okay to not have all the answers. But, oh, my goodness, go to the one that has them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when we come back, we're going to let Denise talk and tell her what her interjection no, that she was. Like, I'm like, oh. Yes, <laughs> yes. But for right now, this is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. We'll be right back. Don't you think it's time for a financial advisor who takes time to explain things? Brad Kurz, your local Edward Jones financial advisor, does. Investing can seem complicated. That's why he takes time to listen, understands your needs, and explains without jargon. Experience the Edward Jones difference. Contact Brad today. 573-221-1302. That's 221-1302. Making time to take time. That's how Edward Jones makes sense of investing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Branching Out LLC, a premier lawn and landscaping service that can meet all your residential and commercial needs. Regardless of the season, Branching Out offers a service for maintenance-free outside living. Branching Out takes the time to listen to your needs and ensure it's done correctly the first time. If you're not satisfied, Branching Out is not satisfied. To contact Branching Out, call 573-501-0760 or visit them at www.branchingoutllc.com. I learn, I speak, I care. Hashtag every child. Down country, because every child is a gift. Every child can learn, and every child learns differently. Up at downcountry.com. Up at downcountry.com or call 217-617-3568. 217-617-3568 or visit Downcountry on Facebook or Twitter. Hashtag every child. Good Sunday morning. This is Hashtag Everyone talking about Hashtag Everything. It's our final segment this Sunday morning. You know, and we're feeling awful blessed this morning. I'm here with Lee McKenzie and Denise Dameron. I'm Kate Doherty. And we, um, oh, Final housekeeping, I Learn scholarships are open now through September 14th. I Heart Art applications are open now through September 14th. And Down Country's 10th birthday party will be September 14th. That's the day. Yeah, so we hope to see you there. Um, this what day mo- of the week is that? Oh, why did you ask me that question? I just had to tease you. I think it might be a Thursday. I'm actually going to look it up real well, fast. <laughs> thank you very much, Denise, for throwing me that curveball. You know, I just had to have some fun because, you know, when you haven't seen someone for 
17 years. I know. The 14th is a Monday. Oh, well, there you go. See, even better. So, okay, so for our listeners, we, over the past two segments, and and last week's show, we've just kind of been talking about navigating um, this crazy world we're living in right now. Um, But in the last show, we were talking about school, and, and I am absolutely planning on sending my kids to school but we were talking about i think i want to hire a bus and have them come early i don't care what they do for the first three weeks i send them somewhere (laughs) (laughs) they're going to school um but anyway talking about you know i think we've become we were talking about becoming over reliant on systems or rules and regulations or what somebody else says and we've been kind of hindsight 2020 i think we've been relying on the wrong information sources because First, it's God. And, and so as parents and people out here, and I realize, you know what? It's probably easier for us to go to rely on some artificial man-made created quote-unquote manual rule or regulation. But the reality is each of us is responsible and ultimately held accountable to the choices that we make for ourselves and our children. And that personal responsibility is a God-given responsibility. And so as we navigate this, I think it, it is one of the blessings that I think has come out of this recent weird situation that, honestly, life has always been changing. I just don't know that we've been as aware because it hasn't been as blasted. You know, it was more something that was happening on an individual basis mm-hmm. instead of almost a mandate upon all of us. And so I think that it's done a good job of helping us helping us realize that we all have a personal accountability and a personal responsibility. Well, and thanks right now, you know, ultimately people are scared and fear drives, a lot, as, we, as we've been talking, you know, fear drives a lot of things and, and fear is obviously driven um, a lot of change, a lot of, all, you know, all kinds of changes recently. Um, and some of it, yes, justified. Some of it, like, hold on, wait a second, let's figure out what's, you know, going on here. But Fear is also driven. Well, we can't wait and figure out. We have to yeah. do something now. Well, and, you know, anytime I go back, and Lee, you're the church girl, but anytime I go back and read my Bible, fear is not of God <laughs> because it says fear not. There's a big difference between awe and fear. And, you know, to, to Denise's point, though, you know, there is no growth if there's not fear, pain, and change. Mm-hmm. There's just not going to be. And it's nice to have this illusion that we think that we're the ones in control when actually God is. Mm-hmm. And maybe we've all been lulled into this lie that, we, that we're the the ones that are controlling the destiny. We're the ones that have everything, you know, we, we, we can figure it out or we can be self-reliant or others reliant, but why aren't we God reliant? That's the, that's the, that's the, that, I think that's where the fallacy comes in is that we think that it's a human reliance thing, but, or system reliant or education reliant or child reliant or whatever, where, if you're placing your trust in anything, honestly, then God, then you're probably going to be in, disappointed. in really disappointed and in some big trouble. And the fear not, how many times, you know, more than 365 times, fear not over and over and over. And the reason that you fear not is because your awe, your fear should be in the, of the Lord. Yeah, and you should fear fear should him. not be part of a decision-making process. That, I mean, like that, that too. Like, so yeah, you're right. You're, you're, God only. There should be, and, and you talk about fear should not be part of a decision-making process, although fear can help the process along. But we also have to go from this emotional, uh, this very emotional brain into our logic rational, brain yes, to the rational. rational. I mean, we talk about going from limbic to the frontal cortex. Like, we can think about this. God gave us a brain to think. Mm-hmm. But we, he also gave us our hearts and our minds to ask him. 
Mm-hmm. You know, why would you go to your peers if you were three, you know, if you're five years old to ask how to solve a problem when you could go to your father who had all the answers? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, no I, 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 I totally get that. And I think that people, um, I think one of the things that, oh my goodness, we're almost out of time, listeners. I can't believe this. What I wanted to say was, was simply that I think that as we look and we navigate, like we have to use common sense. Mm-hmm. And some of that going back to we're human. We need human touch. We need human interaction. We, we, are, we are human animals who, 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 need to, who need to interact. And so I don't know. It's been, a, it's been a great show. The last two shows have been great. I've loved being with you ladies. I've loved awesome. in person. In, in person. person. We missed each other. <laughs> and to our listeners, um, I hope that you're having conversations like this um, in your homes and I hope that you're you're doing a lot of self-reflection and thinking about your personal responsibility and the choices that you make and that um, that every moment that we have here on this earth is a gift from God and Mm. so to use it fully and to be the best you that you can be and so with having said that this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything. Baby Ellie, thank you for joining us today. And uh, Denise, Lee, and I um, just hope that you all go out and have a super blessed Sunday. So for now, this is hashtag everyone talking about hashtag everything. Have a great day. Hey.